Take one. Welcome to Real Women, Real Lives, where wit and wisdom collide. Seriously, who knew that french fries could be a catalyst for shifts of consciousness? It's just so clear to me in this moment how I get confused about it. And then we remember. How can we create a life that allows us to step into our work and our expression, just being who we are, but also funds our dreams? Yeah. What is my husband doing right now? Am I successful enough? But do you have faith that you're okay no matter what happens? Hi, everyone. This is Barb. Hi, I'm Melissa. So Melissa and I were just doing our extensive three-minute prep work before we jumped on. And the real big question we had was, should we tell people this is our first one (laughs) (laughs) in case we don't use it? The bar is set kind of low. <laughs> That's the biggest thing that we're talking about before we get on here in our three-minute heavy prep call. <laughs> yeah. And also, we figured that because the title has real women in the title, we thought we should just be real and absolutely let people know that this has been months. A year, Barb. Is it a year? Okay, but who's counting? I think I might be the Not issue. Many. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and so it's super fun to finally be doing this. But you know, I love that because I think I've come to learn and I know you and I have talked a lot about it. There's something to the, you know, we get a great idea and then it seems like we should act on it right away. And yet here we are a year later, right? Finally sitting down and doing this. But that year hasn't been for naught, right? Some things have happened in that year. I remember, again, not counting months at all, but I do remember exactly where I was when I had the first conversation with you. I was walking in Manhasset. It was a cold day and you were in my ears and I asked, hey, what if we did a podcast? Yes. And and you said yes. And I was so excited. It just it just took what it took. And there's been so much life outside in the world and also in my own mind. And each time we would talk, there was just a, a real excitement and also a non-attachment to the doing of it. It just became like really easy to say, yeah, let's just get on and do it. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, now that you bring that up, I remember too, I was out walking and uh, one of those COVID walks, right? Right? You know, to get outside every day. Not COVID. Well, COVID, yes. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. I have COVID on the brain. Full disclosure again. I actually have COVID right now. I am on the tail end of it. And yes, it was one of those walks. We were both getting out of our work from home mode and getting outside for a little sunshine and nature. You and I share a passion for really blowing up the myth that success and connection and following our purpose and being in alignment and creating a lifestyle that we want needs to come with intensity and pressure and stress. Now, we both absolutely believed that's what was required before, but have been on a journey to redefine that and to realize that, no, no, we want to bring all of who we are to everything we do. And so that means sometimes a really cool idea takes a year to you're actually sitting down making it happen. Yeah, I love that. 
And I also love the simplicity in it, right? I thought that, well, let's just say I had a lot of thinking about doing a podcast with Barb Patterson. In my head, and I think there's no accidents because when we had that first conversation, I thought of you as Barb Patterson. And you were a little bit on the dais, if you will. Like where I come from, Italian-American culture, when you have a wedding, the husband and wife, they sit on this dais and it's very fancy and everybody goes up and they pay their respects and they give an envelope full of cash. And you were on the dais when we first had that conversation. (laughs) So how many months before I was off it? (laughs) I never quite gave you the envelope of cash. (laughs) (laughs) What's happened over the past year is I've got to see things just a little bit differently. And I see you as I see me, which is beautiful, perfect, and human. Yeah, I love that. And real, right? So now, today, it's different, I think, than a podcast I would have had with you a year ago, because it would have been with me and Barb Patterson. And today, it's me and you. I love that. Thank God. I love that. Absolutely. You're having some herbal tea (laughs) on a cold winter's day. Exactly. Well, and, and really, a lot has happened for both of us in the last year. And I think I would love to have you share, like most recently, you've just made a huge transition, Melissa. You want to talk about it a little bit? There's so many transitions. I know. One where I had to drive three miles and then walk two miles in the snow, but you're not talking about that for today. (laughs) (laughs) Not this sleigh riding one. So yeah, I mean, in my in my career, I've I've worked in corporate America for over 25 years. I used to say 20 years on my bio, but I realize it's actually over 25 years now. And you know, I've run different kinds of companies. I've started companies. I've closed companies. I've bought them. I've sold them. I've done all there is to do in business. And my love is the people in the business always has been. And recently I thought, well, wouldn't it be wonderful if I could focus all of my energy on doing what I love, which is serving, serving people, specifically serving women in work. And and the reason for that is because as you mentioned, for so long, I had a belief that I had to work really, really hard, that I had to prove myself, that I had to be on this hamster wheel going, going, going until I got to this magical place of which I couldn't quite put my finger on, but then it would be enough. And I never quite got there. And it wasn't until recently that I saw the lie that that was, the innocent misunderstanding that I had. There was no there, there's only here, and what's possible in the moment. And so I've had, uh, it sounds dramatic, but a paradigm shift as to what I believe today. And because of that, I wanna share that with other women so that they can live a life, frankly, with a lot more joy and a lot less of that stress and pressure. That's not, like you said, Barb, it's just not required. Yeah, I love that. And and I made a similar transition about 10 plus years ago now. And, you know, working as an executive inside of a global organization, running the global function. I always say, because I think it's important, I didn't leave a problem Like, in other words, I loved the people I worked with. I loved the challenge. That role in particular and that company over a eight-plus-year partnership, you know, they developed me, gave me opportunity, and I contributed a lot. And, you know, I feel like it was beneficial for both of us, right? But I was feeling this nudge and 
which then became just a really loud, you know, inside that it was time to move back to the States and time to do my own thing again. And, you know, that decision has been one of, I'm so grateful for that decision. I'm grateful that I listened, that I followed that nudge, that knowing. I'm grateful that I took the risk not really knowing how this would turn out. And 10 years later, it's been phenomenal. And so I, like you though, I really, I get and appreciate that you can be someone that has ambition and drive and loves to contribute and stretch yourself and play big. But also for me at that time, I realized I want to be as fulfilled in my personal life as I have been in my professional life. I had a really pretty amazing career. And I just realized that to do that, it was going to require a change for me. But also that question of how can we create a life that allows us to step into our work and our expression, just being who we are, but also funds our dreams and funds our life. I think like there's this old myth that I do think is getting blown up more and more that somehow the only way you can provide a really great life and lifestyle for your family is sacrifice, hard work, hustle, giving up, you know, personal time with family. And I no longer believe that. And I've seen evidence of it, not only in my own business and career, but with the clients I've had the opportunity to work with over the last 10 years. And that's the part on just a personal level. I'm so excited for you, but I'm also so excited for the people that you are going to be working with, Melissa. You know, we've known each other for five years now, somewhere around there. And, you know, I think it's fair to say I've been like maybe behind the scenes whispering. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I think you are such an amazing woman. And you are amazing because you do have all the smarts and the successful experiences and leadership, but you also have like this amazing depth and this huge heart. And I just love that people are going to have more access to that now, to being able to learn from you. Oh, that means so much coming from you. It just, I mean, touches my heart. You touch my heart. And I remember a conversation that we had probably four or five years ago when I was in the middle of something, a a transition, an uncertainty at work, not knowing sort of what was next at a large company. And you sat across from the dining room table and you said to me, what if not knowing was actually the best possible thing? And I remembered I really didn't like you in that moment. And I thought, it's supposed to be a professional coach. What the heck is she talking about? She I asked obviously her doesn't know. Yeah. I asked her a question. What's the answer? <laughs> um, but it was true. And what I didn't know in that moment, but what I see now is not knowing in my intellect, in my analytical brain, allows for something else to put forward an idea. And the something else, there are so many words for that. And since this is real women, right, we're talking about real life, real lives. You know, for me, I could call it a hunch. I can call it intuition. I can call it the intelligence behind life. But for me, it's spirit, right? It's spirit that speaks through me when I allow myself to get out of the way. And myself, meaning the limited thinking that I have 
about what's possible for myself, for my family, for my business, for you, for anyone. When I am able to put my thinking to the side and step into the unknown, what's possible. I mean, that's where the freaking miracles have come. Miracles. Yeah, I so resonate with that. And and for me, you know, I can remember the moment, like the first year in my business, I was looking out the window and, you know, having this adrenaline inside and this bit of anxiety and this push and like, I got to make this happen. I got to, I got work to do it. You know, this isn't a business. I got to, you know, and just having one of those moments of grace where my mind got a little open and got less reactive in that moment. And in that, as you said, something deeper came through. And, and the message I had in that moment was, I don't want to build my business and life from this energy anymore. I am exhausted from this energy. And at the time, I was around mentors and teachers that were pointing me to what is going to be the foundation of a lot of our conversations. But as what you were saying, it was like, there's actually a powerful relationship between the quality of our internal state and the quality of our ideas. And that the more anxious or revved up or reactive or effortful or pushing I am, the more constricted, the more it actually does limit us. And so for me, it was like really being willing to step back and say, what if I don't know everything about who I think I am and what my strengths are? What if there's more here that I just haven't ever been able to tap into? And what if success and happiness and fulfillment didn't mean I had to run on high drive all the time or that I had to be anything extra than who I am? Wow. Two things are coming up as you're saying that. The first is when my my daughter Maya, she just turned eight when she was born. Number one, I had no idea, no idea how to be a mom, right? No one, there's no, I guess there actually are books and the truth is I've probably read 10 of them. But I remember when they put her in my arms, I just thought I have no idea. And yet in every moment I knew what to do. And when you're saying that, that's what life is, right? In each moment, I will be guided what to do. Not five moments from now, but each moment. And I remember, you know, in the early days, like I would get so overwhelmed because I didn't know what to do five moments from now. But then I just took myself back to the moment. And in each moment, I was guided. That's what I'm seeing today. In this moment, I know what to do. In this moment, we are guided if we allow it to be. And the other thing that came forward was how hard I worked after she was born. I mean, I took about four days maternity leave which is absolutely insane. And it was so innocent because I thought I had to go back to work, Barb. You know, I thought they needed me. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought. And I couldn't even see outside of my thinking around another creative idea because I was so stuck in my own thought. I didn't have the understanding to slow down and think of another, allow rather, another creative solution to come forward. Yeah, well, I know so many people can, will relate to that. And, you know, I, I think that's the interesting thing. And part of what I know we're both hoping is that through some laughter and some meaningful conversation and sharing of ourselves, that we'll give people an opportunity to go beyond 
those ideas that, you know, we've been swimming and living in that drive, you know, the pressure and the way we think we have to show up to create and be good parents and good wives and daughters and friends and employees or leaders. And to tap into that spirit, as you called it, or that creative potential behind all of life to find that space inside of us because that is just like this reservoir of well-being, of creativity, of bounce back, of being in the moment as you so beautifully talked about it. You know, so for our stories and conversations, I think it's, you know, I hope we give people the opportunity to get a little bit more suspect about the ideas they have about who they are and what's possible and they start to get curious like I love how you opened it up about more about what they don't know more curious about what they don't know than what they do and then also that we just like tap into that juiciness that creative potential and point people in that direction because I know for myself there has been nothing more valuable to me over the last 10 years of this business than knowing where to go when I needed it most and that's to that space within Really beautiful. As you're speaking, I just see this body of water and just the, the little drop into the water and the ripple. And, you know, my heartfelt hope is that this conversation is a little drop into the water and that the ripple may touch someone somewhere in some way so that they can be in touch with that beautiful space inside of themselves. That's beautiful. Yeah. So maybe just thanking everybody for checking us out today. Yeah. And uh, we're here with us on our first. Yeah. Give us a chance. (laughs) Hopefully, you know, uh, but more than that, we just look forward to being in community with people and with women just like us that are just showing up to their lives in the best way they can, but also are curious and want to maybe have a new experience of who they can be as mother and sister and leader and entrepreneur, whatever that may be. Yeah, that that's so perfect. And I think the, one of the big reasons why we talked about doing this, and for me, is that I want everyone to know that they're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone in your thinking, in your experience, in whatever you're up against, you're not alone. Someone has been there. We have probably been there. So to create this community of connection, that's what I'm really, really excited about. Me too. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Real Women, Real Lives with your hosts, Barb Patterson and Melissa Palazzo Hart. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow, give us a rating and leave a review. If you know anyone that would benefit from our conversation today, we'd love for you to share it with them. What topics do you want to hear about in future episodes? We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at realwomenreallivespodcast at gmail.com. Want to see the show notes or read a transcript of this show? You can find it on melissapalazzohart.com or barbarapatterson.com. Thank you so much for listening to Real Women, Real Lives. A special shout out and thanks to our producer, Janae Arthur of Peripheral Media. Until next time, remember, take the mask off. No filters, just possibilities.